How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Rambling Gamers. This is 14. Yep. We're on episode 14. Um, my name is Adam. I'm here with Matt, like I am every week. How's it going? What's up? I'm, it's going good. Yeah. Um, so here's what's going on. Today, we're here to ramble on about the latest video game news, along with several other topics ranging from our game opinions to news about upcoming geeky movies and TV shows. If you guys are liking this show and want to stay up to date, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rambling Gamers. We have now begun to upload on our YouTube channel. We're having videos come out every single Friday. I think as of the time this episode came out, there's like four videos up there. Um, so if you want to see that, just search Rambling Gamers on YouTube and you'll find our videos. Um, we've also been streaming on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Rambling Gamers. Um, if you are liking our content and would like to see more, please share this with a friend so we can continue to make content for everybody our analytics have been pretty good we've been pretty satisfied with the growth we've been experiencing the past few weeks and we'd like to keep that momentum going so you know just hit us up uh share with a friend all that good stuff um so we have a few things to talk about today but before we do that um what have you been up to matt what have you been playing so Kind of like last episode, <laughs> I've just been playing some Mario Odyssey, uh, trying to get every single moon. I have one left. It's the darker side of the moon one. And I went ahead and looked on YouTube to see how, because I don't, I don't know if you've even gotten to that or if you got <laughs> nope. to it and didn't play it. But basically what it is, it's just like a 10 minute like platformer and there's no checkpoint or anything when you start over you have to go all the way to the end and it's it's fairly difficult uh probably the, it's for sure the hardest thing in the game it's something that i i would consider myself pretty good at video games and i've really been struggling with it i looked it up and it's about it takes anywhere between like 10 and 15 minutes or so to finish it and I've gotten pretty close to the end and I just I just can't push it over the edge. That little fucking bird with the beak that you play as in Bowser's Kingdom mm-hmm. is impossible to control. I can't fucking do it. But no. when I when I get past that, I'll be pretty close to the end and then I'll officially be done with that game. Now, is that the level that you can cheese with like the frog? If you can, I don't know about it. Um because uh, I remember it's either that one or the because there's there's two like bonus moon areas. I yeah, know, the dark side and the darker side. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them you can cheese like halfway through the level by being the frog and like glitching through something and then jumping up high. Oh well, I, I'm gonna try not to cheese it. I did cheese. Uh, I was telling you this the other day, but I did cheese a couple stars or I'm sorry, moons. I cheese the the jump roping one and. The volleyball one, just because I I, th- I think I could have done the volleyball one if I didn't cheat on the jump rope one. I don't think I would have ever finished it. So mm-hmm. I did look up a cheat for that, and some like twelve year old explained how to do it. So that was pretty <laughs> cool. But once I I just really want to finish Darker Side of the Moon, and then I can I'm gonna move on to Breath of the Wild. I'm gonna start like flying through some of these Nintendo games. I'm probably gonna take my time on Breath of the Wild, especially. But I don't see myself like when I get to Super Mario 3D All Stars going and getting every single star in that the only one i can see myself maybe doing it for is mario 64 just so i can go see yoshi at the top (laughs) but i don't know i don't see myself spending a whole lot of time in it but other than that i've been playing a lot of tetris 99 i've been playing uh ice climbers really yeah i really i'm really enjoying that it's fun wow sit down and play for like 30 minutes or so well have you gotten like good at it no 
Yeah. No, there's no getting good at that game. The controls don't fucking work. Yeah. But um, I, I'm enjoying it. What have you been playing? What, do you, what have you been up to? So yesterday, um, yeah, we tried recording yesterday. We were having some de- technical difficulties. So then like right after we realized we weren't recording yesterday, we got off and I uh, finished Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> and I really, really enjoyed that game. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first Final Fantasy game I played. And now I have like a list. Like I want to play six. Eight, nine, and ten. For right now, like those are the four that I'm like really looking towards playing because I hear like those are like the best like five in the series. Um, but <laughs> so the final boss, there's there's like one boss, and then there's a boss that has uh like two really hard forms, and then there's like one final form that's like impossible to lose once you get to it. Uh-huh. Um, the like the second to last form like the hard one <laughs> has an attack where every time he does it it plays a cutscene that's like two minutes long <laughs> fuck that <laughs> and but he, you, he, you enjoyed it right you enjoyed the game just overall yeah 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 um it like you know definitely parts of it didn't really age well but once i got past that it was like kind of charming like the graphics like i first started it like first 20 minutes i was like this looks like shit uh-huh. but you know like once you're um invested in the story and the characters which like that game's like really good at like the writing and like all the personalization they give the all the characters was really really good and that's really what i was invested in was like the story um so like are you interested in going and playing the the final fantasy 7 remake now or is that something that like the 40 hour game expansion of the first 5 hours doesn't seem too interesting to you See, that's the thing is I don't know how much more drawn out I want the story to be. Uh-huh. And also, um, I don't know how interested I am in like the new gameplay style because Final Fantasy kind of shifted to like a different gameplay style in its past few games. And that's like they're remaking seven with that gameplay style. Gotcha. So I don't know how interested I'm, I am in that. I've definitely like looked into it. Um, and like I'm kind of interested to see what they do different with the story. I just don't know if I wanna, um, because it's gonna be like three games. I don't know how interested I'm gonna be into investing like 150 hours to like re-experience the same story. Yeah, are you interested in Final Fantasy 16 coming out? I think that's gonna come out either this year or next year. Um, it depends on what what they show with it. I know like 15 was like kind of a hit but i think that's just because it like it was better than the games that came before it and like yeah. overall people still rank it kind of low unless just from what i've seen looking at the mm-hmm. final fantasy games um again it's like i don't know how interested i am in like the new gameplay style but um now that i've like played a game in the series and really like it i'm definitely gonna like be more in tune with like what they're doing with the series and could see myself probably like picking up a game like when it comes out if like yeah. if i like it yeah i get you but enough about that. Uh, let's move on to our first <laughs> first story of the episode, uh, which I'm hosting. So this is a big story for me. Uh, Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury is releasing on February 12th. And they recently dropped a trailer for what the the Bowser's Fury part of it, which is like a new, new content in the game. Uh, they've really explained what that was. Um, have you seen that video? Yeah. Um, what 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 do you think of it? So 
I don't. You've played uh, this game already on the Wii U, correct? Yes, and, and they're I'll... basically just a. It's basically just a port with new content. Yes, I really want to play this game like I, it it looked like a lot of fun the thing is is i don't know if i'm going to be buying it right away just due to the fact that i have so many switch games i need to get caught up on but right. the last like because correct me if i'm wrong the the part that they're adding is it looks similar to like a like a kingdom kind of yes in, in Super Mario Odyssey. And basically it's just like they as far as we know, because obviously the games are not, we don't know for certain. They haven't given us a lot of details that what they're adding is this new world, this new kingdom. And in this new kingdom, the stuff with Bowser's Fury is also happening. So it's the stuff that you would normally do, like the, the st stuff that you would do in other aspects of Mario 3D World, but there's also Bowser's Fury. And Bowser looks pretty fucking epic. So I don't mm -hmm. know. What are your so thoughts on it? I'm sure you have a lot to say. So it, it's weird. It's like 3D World meets Mario Odyssey. And I mean, the trailer they dropped didn't really explain a lot. Like it looked cool, but I guess like on the website and like in a press release, they've kind of explained it more where um, it's like a time system. Like after like so much time, like Bowser like wakes up and starts like messing up the world. <laughs> uh -huh. um, and you just need to kind of like time that out. And then once you get enough of the collectibles like the cat coins or uh whatever they were then you yourself like level up and can like beat bowser uh, did you say beat or b beat bowser okay like, and that's like when fight, you, that's fight, when you yeah. hop into the big cat and you're like the sphinx yeah. kind of yeah now it's like i don't know how long like this extra game is going to be i'm not really mm -hmm. expecting anything more than like a few hours but like it's it's really cool um because i was already going to pick up 3d world anyway even though i've already played it uh -huh. which i'll get to in a sec but it's really cool to have this like new experience to sit down and just like beat and probably like one sitting like i'm excited to do it how, how long are you expecting i if i had to guess i was thinking like five hours tops to i'd do, say like absolutely everything. i'd say five hours still not expecting anything longer than like five hours oh what characters can you play as is it can you play with up to four people is it like uh mario luigi peach and uh, fucking toad or something yeah it is and then there's you can unlock rosalina as like an unlockable character which isn't gotcha. really a spoiler because the game's been out for like seven years um well, i mean it is he, a spoiler but yeah um <laughs> so the and then also like the thing i'm really most excited to is that they added the online multiplayer but something i read recently was with the multiplayer is you can have you can play online and like couch co-op at the same time so like oh if you no were to way get, if you were to get the game like us and our girlfriends could like all play at the same time oh wow that i'm sure that would not go over well to be honest with you though <laughs> why i don't know well, kristen hates mario that's a problem <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know she hated mario games that much yeah she she doesn't enjoy them i don't know how you can just like hate mario games that's uh, because she doesn't she's never played them really she's she, well she doesn't like 2d games i guess so she might like this one yeah Huh. But yeah, I know. Isn't uh, like the Zelda games? The older ones are kind of two D. You know, that doesn't. It kind of sounds like, like I don't know, double standards. If you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But so this is something that you're like. Have you pre-ordered it already? Or are you just gonna go pick it up on day one? I'm just gonna go pick it up. I think you get pins though if you go and pre-order. No way. I'm All pretty right, sure. I'm, I'm pre-ordering because I think you get the second. There's like a second set that came oh. with. Yeah. 
Um, no, you're right. Yeah, but I, I feel I know we didn't put this in the in the notes, but I figure I'm gonna ask you about it anyways. They announced the like the new hardware as well for this. Did you see, did you see that? What the new Switch? No, it like the like a it's a Mario. Switch, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah, like yeah. a Pro or anything. Yeah. Oh, that looks kind of stupid. I don't like the I colors. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan. It's kind of cool that like the the screen is red. I think this is the mm-hmm. first one that has been um, that's not just a black screen, like the outline, I should say. But I, I mean, I just think it's crazy that this has been out for the Switch has been out for coming up on four years now, and this is the first Mario Switch. I'm pretty sure because mm-hmm. I know they had one for Mario Odyssey, but it was just like red Joy Cons. Basically, oh, like, okay. like an ex- exclusive yeah. red that you can only get in that package. That's, did you, have you looked up prices on that? If you go on Amazon and look that up, or like people bought them and are selling them, they're selling them for like six hundred dollars. Wow! Because like Brennan, I asked Brennan for that. that for, one. Oh no way! I asked for it for Christmas, and then I like looked it up. I was like, oh, that like exists, but not a new one. So yeah. it's just people who bought it and they're selling it. Mm-hmm. That was like when the game came out. Yeah, that I, that makes sense because that was that was not a port like Breath of the Wild was. That was like a new game. Mm-hmm. Um, that game is fucking awesome, dude. So I, I, if I convinced you at all to get this game when it comes out to play with me, I wouldn't say you fully convinced me. I'm I'm not since you've said that the, the multiplayer exists. I'm more likely to do it. I think this would be a fun game to stream. Mm-hmm. I'm more convinced you and I playing it than you, me, Amanda, and Kristen playing it. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but I yeah. just don't see that happening. All right. Well, we can we can revisit this close to when the game comes out. Yeah. We should we should move on because there was um, a lot of uh, game amount announcements from uh, Lucasfilm properties, which I am actually excited for a lot of these. So um, first, we have the Indiana Jones game uh produced by bethesda or they're publishing it yeah it's being developed and, well, and todd by... and todd howard's writing the story i'm fairly certain he's yeah. like the lead producer on it yeah so you know it's like a bethesda game but it's so... being made made by uh <laughs> machine games whose only repertoire is the wolfenstein games yes so okay i want to just kind of explain like the timeline for people who don't know monday came along so that was monday uh, I believe that was the 11th, and they Lucasfilm basically came out and said, "Hey, all of our games are going to be under this now. It's going to be uh, Lucasfilm Games." So, I, when that happened, I was just like, "Okay, that's something that like when the future games start to come out, such as uh, the next EA Star Wars game, which I would imagine would be Jedi Fallen Order two or whatever they end up calling it." Uh, I really wasn't thinking that like any other Lucasfilm property would be made anytime soon. So I was like, okay, so in the future, not a big deal. Star Wars games are just going to have that like title, Lucasfilm Games, when you like boot it up. And then the next day, I, I'm in the shower, okay? I get out of the shower, and I, I do this thing. I like dry off, and then I sit in my towel and just fucking scroll through Twitter for a while. The first thing I see is just like people popping off. Uh, like The people I follow who are video games things. I see Jeff Grubb tweet something about how uh, like young kids don't know who Indiana Jones is, and someone said, "Yeah, we know who Indiana Jones is. That's Shia LaBeouf's friend." Thought that was a funny tweet. I was like, "Okay, why is mm-hmm. everyone talking about Indiana Jones all of a sudden?" And I finally scrolled up to Jeff Keeley's quote tweet with a video from Bethesda. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I pulled it up and I started listening to it, and it started like <laughs> like really soft and really slow. I was like, 
there's no fucking way Bethesda is making an Indiana Jones game. It's like I thought like it was a troll. And then they they like panned over further and you see the Lucasfilm games like like um tag on a camera. I was like, no way. And then you see the hat and the whip and everything. I was like, I'm so stoked for this game. You have no idea. I've, I haven't played a single Wolfenstein game just from knowing what those games are about and killing Nazis. I feel like this is a great fit. I'm excited to see an original story. Uh, Todd Howard working on it. It's going to be pretty cool. I didn't realize people thought that he was teasing an Indiana Jones game like months ago because he was doing an interview. And in the back, there's just a bunch of Indiana Jones stuff. But it turns out he's just a huge fucking Indiana Jones fan. So yeah. this is going to be like a passion project for him, which makes me think that he's going to actually do the do the story and character justice and everything. Because I'm a pretty big Indiana Jones fan. I really enjoy the first three movies, and I think the fourth one has its some charm to it. That's I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm so incredibly excited for this game. I don't know how you're feeling about this. I know you you also enjoy the Indiana Jones games. You didn't you didn't watch or the movies. You didn't watch them as a kid, but so you don't have yeah. that nostalgia, but you still enjoy them. Yeah, I like the Indiana Jones movies. I just like, hmm, like I I'm I want to see more of this game because in my head, like gameplay wise, I feel like it's gonna be like Uncharted. That, yeah, that is like the game that I see it being like, especially because I know the most recent Wolfenstein games of like the like the reboot that um, Machine Games has done. They're kind of like linear like an uncharted game would be Mm -hmm. um so that's that's kind of what i'm expecting it to really be like story heavy um i don't know how like deep the gameplay itself would be i'm hoping there's like good combat um i don't know how much platforming i would expect but again probably on like the levels of like uncharted where you're just like scaling stuff and yeah so i i kind of expect the same thing i'm expecting it to be more story based than gameplay based I do think it is going to be linear. I think it's really hard to make these types of games like an open world game, like an uncharted game that was open world just wouldn't really feel right because everything you're doing, because the story is like written pretty well, it feels like time sensitive. Like we need to go do this. And it it just wouldn't make sense to be like, we need to go do this. But then you just go off on like a 20 minute excursion to like go find some rink eating treasure. Mm -hmm. The way I picture it is, Uncharted and Tomb Raider have very similar stories, uh, I guess, uh, generally speaking. But Tomb Raider is more of like an open world thing, and I don't, I just don't think Indiana Jones that really makes a whole lot of sense with what I imagine the story was going to be. Gameplay wise, I do think it's going to be primarily shooting. The one thing that worries me a little bit is how they're going to incorporate him with the whip. <laughs> like, is mm-hmm. is he just going to be gonna able need to go around? I he I, I think I it's going to be combat based. That that's what I think. Okay, but do you think it, the whip is going to be like like a primarily used thing? Like, is he just going to like? Do you think I could do a whip only gameplay of this? I that's where I'm worried about. I don't want the whip to be like so overpowered to where I can just run around and play the whole game using the whip. You know, the way I imagine it, just kind of uses it like a grappling hook, and then for like certain set pieces where he like maybe. Like a, a guy's reaching for a gun and he like whips it away or something like that. I don't yeah. really see it being used in combat a whole lot. So what are you thinking for combat? Like hand to hand and maybe some segments where you shoot? Yes, I do think it's going to be a very heavy shooting like the Uncharted games are. But we do see Indy like 
we do see Indy kind of duking it out with people hand to hand quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I I do think they're gonna f- for sure include that. Um, I I do think there is gonna be a lot of platforming. That's one thing that I think would work really well with Indiana Jones, just with the everything he's basically <laughs> like in every single movie. Every like twenty minutes, he's like running away, jumping on stuff, running away from a boulder. He's in a, a crazy car chase, jumping from car to car. I feel like that would work really well. Uh, it works really well in Uncharted. I would I would imagine it's going to be very similar with that mm-hmm. type of thing. And that that's uh, the kind of that's like what is like most exciting to me is doing like segments like that. I think would be really fun and fulfilling. Yes, and I guess I have a question for you based on the story. So uh, you and I have different favorite Indiana Jones movies. I'm going to exclude the fourth movie altogether, where I'm just talking about one through three. So mm-hmm. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, and the, the Last Crusade, I think it's called. Yeah. I really like Raiders of the Lost Ark and the Last Crusade. I like the I like like the historical stuff that's going on with it. I like him be- beating up Nazis. You like Temple of Doom, where he's just going around killing like indigenous people. Okay. So, <laughs> so do you think that the story is going to be rooted in like, like his, like it's going to be like a historical fiction type thing, or do you think it's going to be more, he's going to like different <laughs> tribes and stuff? I guess. I don't, I don't know how else to put that. I think if it was going to be like any of the movies, it'd probably be the most like last crusade. I agree. I I do think that the like it, it just like makes sense that machine games would uh, like the main enemy would be Nazis. I yeah. but part of me is just like that that might make too much sense and they might want to do something different. Who I mean, who knows? I this could turn into a series for all we know and we might get a couple games with Nazis and a couple games where they're like abusing indigenous people. Those like so, to satisfy <laughs> Indiana Jones Jones fans like you that's not why i like the movie i know i'm just messing with you just (laughs) you like shorty i think his name is yeah um so (laughs) um i when when do you think we'll see more of this game because i'm thinking like e3 or e3 equivalent like depending on what happens this summer yeah so i'm sure that we'll see more of this game this year whether that's at the E3 or with like the virtual conference, whatever they decide to do with it, it might be then. Um, because this is a, a property owned by Xbox. I, uh, Indiana Jones isn't a property owned by Xbox. I should rephrase that. They own the studio making this game, so they might have their own stream where they show it off or something like that. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I, I would expect to see more of it this year, whether we get. Um, full gameplay or maybe they just release like the title of the game or maybe they announce the voice actor for it that's another thing do you think they're gonna get a, a like a big voice actor i feel like it'd be kind of cool to see harrison ford do it but i feel he, like he's he not really gonna give do a, it. he doesn't give a fuck he's not gonna do it i know well that'd be so cool um i don't know i don't think it's gonna be someone we know what if they got like nolan north though there's no way he would do that no way. I don't I don't think there's any possible way he would do that. I don't think they would want him to do that either. Like it, it, they want to make Indiana Jones their own character. As soon as I hear Nathan Drake's voice coming out of Indiana Jones, yeah. I don't know. Cuz the, the way the way I picture it right now is that like Uncharted is kind of like and th- this is a little harsh on Uncharted. It's kind of Nathan Drake's like the Dollar Tree version of Indiana Jones. 
Yeah. Like he that's clearly was their inspiration for mm-hmm. that game and that character. And saying that he's still like a, a great character and still one of my favorite video game characters of all time. But it isn't the Indiana Jones. Right now, I think Xbox has the potential to have their Uncharted series with the actual like Indiana Jones character, which I think is pretty cool. Which I guess brings me to another question is what which consoles do you think we're gonna get this on? I know we talk about this probably every third episode with Xbox and Bethesda, but um, they did say they're going to go by a case-by-case basis. Do you think this is one that is a case-by-case basis where we could see it on both? Or do you think this is just going to be a Microsoft, the Xbox title? It's like they say case-by-case basis, but mm-hmm. I think that's only going to be like Elder Scrolls, basically, um, where people they'd be like really upset. Uh, I think this is probably going to be the first uh, Xbox exclusive game we're going to see from Bethesda. I agree with most of that statement i do, i do think that right now playstation has uncharted it would just make sense if xbox were to have indiana jones this is a very similar type of games uh i that i think that just makes sense it, it makes sense that they xbox would would want to withhold this character because they have the ability to do so so why wouldn't they in saying that it's impossible it's just they give such business <laughs> answers just a case-by-case basis for all we know yeah they could be all exclusive or they could be not exclusive at all the only thing that we know for certain is that this game is going to be <laughs> on xbox which i think is a win-win for them either way if people deciding which console they want to buy right now there's the only guarantee that we have is that bethesda games will be on xbox we don't have any guarantee for any other system so uh, I th- with them withholding that information, I do think for them is a good idea. But I, mm-hmm. I do think that this will be an Xbox ex- Xbox exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm expecting to have this game like this year. Like it, like in no my way. head, it's you like, think so? Yeah, in my head, it's like show it off at E3. Like it comes out like late this year, or like early next year. Let's see when was the last Wolfenstein Wolfenstein game did come out in 2019. Yeah, but the how long do you one. think this game's really going to take to develop? I don't know. They, I guess if you look at their... <laughs> they've been releasing a new game every year, basically. Who knows? I, the way I'm envisioning... I wouldn't expect it to come out this year. I think that this is a game that they're really going to want to take their time on. But if it were to come out, I do think Holiday would be a good time for it. I, I just wonder... I, I, The way I pictured it is that like Halo Infinite is going to be like their game. That they're going to want to not try not to overshadow with any other game and that's coming out this mm-hmm. winter but who knows i mean it, they all come out on game pass anyways it's, it's not like they're worried about sales of it because people who who have game pass which is probably most xbox owners are going to get the game anyways so yeah all right <laughs> so as i said before there's a number of uh lucasfilm announcements and the next one is a star wars game that i'm gonna let matt take away because he probably knows more about it than i do Okay, so this is a game that is going to be published by Ubisoft. It is being developed by Massive Entertainment, which uh, they are the people who more notably have made the Tom Clancy The Division games. They've also worked on a Far Cry game, Far Cry 3, which as far as I'm aware is like considered one of the better Far Cry games. Mm-hmm. And it is going to be an open world game, which... I'm people are very critical of Ubisoft and I, I'm also one of those people. I do think that the, that an open world game makes sense to give it to them considering every year they're coming out with <laughs> like an Assassin's Creed game, a Far Cry game, 
the the division games were open world games so that is exciting i'm glad that it looks like ea doesn't have an exclusivity deal with them anymore i'm excited to get an open world star wars game in all honesty though i just i really wish it wasn't ubisoft with it i'm not too upset by it it makes sense but I don't know it doesn't feel like that much of an upgrade from EA making a Star Wars. <laughs> I know game. it seems like a like a monkey paw wish. Like I wish uh, EA made no more Star Wars games, and then just like Ubisoft makes the next one. Yeah, I don't know. I like I'm st- I love Star Wars. I'm going to play this game. I'm gonna obviously wait for trailers and stuff. But even if this game doesn't look that good, I'll probably get it because I really like Star Wars. I've wanted to play an, a new open world Star Wars game for a long time. I've n- don't think I've ever played an open world Star Wars game. A little too young for some of the older ones, and they, for a while there, they weren't making any Star Wars games. Uh, the my earliest one I remember was playing The Force Unleashed. But um, I guess I guess we can talk about this. The Star Wars and EA exclu- exclusivity deal was supposed to go through 2023. It looks like that's done. What are yeah. your thoughts on that, Adam? Um, I think with like the Lucasfilm, um like the like the retitling and like the reorganization of things i think they probably like renegotiated contracts in there and probably wanted to drop ea for making games yeah so ea has come out and said that they will continue to make star wars game in the future it's just not going to be exclusive from them i think Mm -hmm. lucasfilm doing what they did with the reorganization makes a lot of sense that instead of giving all of your projects to ea what they can do is make a project or like have an idea for a project and then find a studio that fits that project really well which i think they did with indiana jones machine games seems like the perfect fit for that we've seen that with other studios recently with uh uh io uh interactive something making the J- the james bond game uh the if for those of you who don't know they make the hitman games that seems like a perfect fit mm-hmm. so in reality, I guess, like, if we're really th- trying to think about it objectively and not trying to be super critical of Ubisoft just because I personally don't enjoy their games, them making an open-world Star Wars game and outsourcing it to an Ubisoft developer does make sense. I don't I don't want to be... I don't want to <laughs> be too pessimistic because I love Star Wars and I don't... I, I haven't played a whole lot of Ubisoft games. I'm probably overcritical for no reason. I'm just glad EA doesn't have it anymore. Because if we really think about it, EA screwed up Battlefront. I don't care that Battlefront 2 is fun now. They screwed up the launch for it. Fallen Order, in my opinion, wasn't a great game. I'm glad a lot of people enjoyed it. I, it just wasn't for me. It didn't work very well. And I've the only thing I've heard good things from Squadrons, but that uh, that's just <laughs> kind of like a a mini game almost as the campaign's like five to ten hours it's kind of disappointing that the best games that they came out with were jedi fallen order which was broken on the playstation 4 when you first got it and star wars squadron which is basically just a flight sim very disappointing i'm very glad that they don't have it anymore all right so i have a question for you yeah if you could have like i want your wish list for if any star wars game were to be made type of game made by who what type of game would you want to see Hmm. I mean, like, an open-world game sounds really cool. Uh, Ubisoft doing it is not on the wish list. Yeah. Um, I don't know who I'd necessarily put in that position. Uh, one thing I really want is, a like, a Battlefront game that's not, <laughs> like, a games-as-a-service yeah. game. Um, so, like, to not be developed by EA, but... Is like, is it likely that they would have EA not do Battlefront games? Like, I I don't know how 
entirely they renegotiated that contract um but just just something like that where you're like playing as characters from the movies and you're in a bunch of cool settings and you're just like shooting each other mm-hmm. so my wish list obviously i've wanted an open world game so i'm not gonna really go over that too much i would like a game where you similar to how in uh, gta 5 you kind of switch between the three characters I'd like if you could switch between three characters, them being like a like a Jedi, a bounty hunter, not necessarily a Mandalorian, just a bounty hunter, and I don't know, like a like a rebel pilot or something like that. I think that would be fun to uh, sw- just switch between characters like that, have an open world game where you're all in a similar setting. I I don't know how I feel about getting another game fighting with the lightsaber. Like I I just didn't, I really didn't enjoy Fallen Order, so I don't know if I want another one of those anytime soon. I will end up playing Fallen Order 2 when it comes out. I imagine that's still in development. But I would also like a game not set in the Skywalker saga. I'd like them to go like really far back or really far forward. I don't really care as long as it's not within those nine ep- nine movies. Also, I think it'd be cool to get a Star Wars game <laughs> like Hades. Like a, a roguelike game would be really cool. I'd, I'd like if they actually were able to get Supergiant to do it. I don't think that's likely, but... Uh, uh, that's like my wish list. If I were to ha- if I were to make any Star Wars game, that's what I'd want. But when when do you expect this to come out? A similar thing where we're going to see something at E three, or do you expect this further away? I expect this further away. Yeah, they didn't like like Bethesda gave like the big teaser for Indiana Jones. This was basically just like a, a press release, like hey, we're making a Star Wars game. So that that may- leads me to believe it's in very early development. But I I would expect it. To, we'll hear more information about it this year, but it'll probably be later this year, and we might not get it until uh, the end of 22, even into 23. Mm-hmm. So now, do you think this is all that we have from the Lucasfilm games? No. I don't know if you have ever looked up the Lucasfilm, like, all their properties before, but it's more than... Before, they were, like, really into making the... Like, their their license properties like star wars and indiana jones they have like so many games it's insane how many games they have like i i've heard that the the um what was i gonna say the the monkey island games were a lot of fun i've heard a lot of people say that they want like a remade full throttle i don't know much about these games but in their press release they basically had said i'll see if i can find the quote real quick but essentially what they had said was we want to, um, yeah, here it is. Uh, uh, StarWars.com is thrilled to reveal that Lucasfilm Games is now the official identity for all gaming titles from Lucasfilm, a name that encompasses the company's rich catalog of video games and its eyes toward the future, which leads me to believe with the, them saying they're basically referencing their rich catalog, that they're going to re- reboot some of their dormant franchises, which I, I'm super stoked for. I've never played them, but... Uh, from uh, since this really this press release has come out, a lot of people have been expressing their wishes for old games they want them to make. Mm-hmm. So that's made me excited for it as well. Mm-hmm. Now, do do you think we could see like new properties too? Ooh, maybe I I like I I don't know. I, I that's I I feel like if, when we get into that, then we're we're uh, kind of spreading them thin with uh, mm-hmm. how many stories they'd be coming out with. I'm there's. I've heard that they might, not that they might, there's no rumors of it, but people have wanted them to do like a Howard the Duck game because that mm-hmm. was a George Lucas movie. So that, that would be kind of fun. I don't know. It'd be kind of stupid. 
I don't know, man. I I'm down to play any like wonky game. I feel like that could be fun, mm-hmm. depending on who makes it. Who knows? I, there could be new IPs. I don't know. It's really hard to say. I feel like right now we don't see any new IPs from any studio. So I'd be, I guess, I guess I, I wouldn't expect it anytime soon. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I think they're going to um, really build up their repertoire of like previous franchises that they have. Like they'll do an Indiana Jones, probably like a sequel or two to that, um, depending on how good it is. Um, mm-hmm. Some various Star Wars games. Um, I think that's going to be like the meat of what they're doing. Yeah, I I agree. I think uh, like the way that both of the Indiana Jones and Star Wars universe works, I imagine that Machine Games is going to make the Indiana Jones into a two, three, four game series or something like that. But with Star Wars, they can. There's so many different stories that can take place in that universe that they can just start outsourcing many stories. So we could have a couple different Star Wars series going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's going to happen with Indiana Jones. Um, so we're going to move on to the last big thing we have to talk about today. And that is um, we're halfway through January now and we're seeing a lot of the numbers of games that released last year. Um, what is it? Year on year is like the business term for like sales, like within a year. Yes, I believe so. All right. Yeah, I just ask you because you were the the business expert. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we have up on our screens right now, a list of the 20 best-selling games of 2020. Now, is this a, like a worldwide list or is this just the United States? This is worldwide. It's excluding, um, digital sales, which, um, are sent. I mean, that's not a really big deal. You can, it's kind of all correlated. The all, it might be a little different for Nintendo because I, I don't think they sell a whole lot of digital games, but. Um, for the most part, when when if they were to include those sales, we wouldn't see the top twenty change a whole lot. So, the I guess I just kind of wanted to talk about how I think important exclusives still are to the to the industry because of the top twenty, I believe nine of them were exclusive to a console. We have uh, MLB the Show from Sony uh, coming in at nineteen, or I'm sorry, eighteen. We have Super, or oh my lord, I just went all over the place. Uh, Spider Man Miles Morales at twelve. With Sony, the Final Fantasy VII Remake was exclusive to PlayStation, coming in at 10. Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part Two coming in at 7 and 6. And then we had also four Nintendo games. Uh, New Horizons at 3. Mario Kart 8, which is still selling <laughs> a lot <laughs> at 8. Uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars at 9. And Super Smash Bros., which is still selling like crazy two years or three years after its release at 14. I just think it's, I, I don't know how you feel about this, Adam. I think a lot of people consider this to be a down year for Nintendo, and you look at the sales, and they're at, at uh, four games in the mm-hmm. top 20, only one of which came out this year, or I'm sorry, two of which came out this year. One of them was just a remake of games that have come out previously. Yeah. That's massively impressive and just kind of makes me excited for the future of Nintendo when they start releasing new IP, or new games and sequels to their already released games. Mm-hmm. Now you say you think digital sales wouldn't affect this list that much. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking at like Animal Crossing. Like, would it have overtaken the two Call of Duty games? Like, I'm not sure, but like, <laughs> I think Animal Crossing, like a big bulk of its sales were definitely digital. You think so? I would just because mm-hmm. the the hard drive on it is so small. I would just imagine a lot of people wouldn't go out there because I know like Kristen, she has Breath of the Wild on her Switch, and without the SD card, it like takes up her entire 
mm-hmm. uh, system, basically. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of people like to have Animal Crossing digitally, just so it's like always on their system. They don't need to like switch out to other games. Yeah, I guess I I do I I yeah that makes sense. But uh, also, I think it's important to point out that the only digital sales aren't included for any of these Nintendo games. So, um. Those are the games that would like move up. They wouldn't move down. And then mm-hmm. there's like the NBA 2K21 doesn't have digital sales, and neither does Cyberpunk. But um, I don't know. I, I just think it's really hard. Like Call of Duty is almost always number one. I wouldn't. I, it wouldn't surprise me if New Horizons wouldn't be able to overtake that because two CODs are in front of it. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be tough too. Yeah. Now, which was the Call of Duty game from last year? It was. Modern Warfare came out in 2019. Cold War came out in 2020. Okay. And Cold War is number one. Yeah. Hmm. I, that's a bit crazy to me to think about, considering that game came out in November. That game sold for, was on sale for a month and a half. It's the number one selling game of the year, which is mm-hmm. a bit crazy, actually. But then that's the same thing for Miles Morales and Cyberpunk. And Cyberpunk, yeah. it's like, it's still on the list, but it's like <laughs> at the bottom. And then like Miles Morales kind of like it was like a month before but kind of the same time i'm surprised yeah. like i'm surprised like cyberpunk wasn't higher i guess is what i'm saying just based yes. on when it came out because like miles morales is up there yeah cyberpunk is a i, I feel like that's just a different situation because that was on pre-order for like three years you know yeah whereas like spider-man miles morales wasn't on pre-order until like a month or two before uh it came out you know mm-hmm. yeah that's true but I, I just think it's always interesting to look at these sales numbers. So I'm I'm just gonna let everyone know that the, at least the top five: uh, Black Ops Cold War number one, Modern Warfare two, Modern Warfare was number two, Animal Crossing New Horizons was three, Madden NFL twenty one is four, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla is five. There's an Ubisoft property uh, at number five. But if you want to see this full list, uh, I have it pulled up on VentureBeat.com. I'm sure you can find it anywhere by just typing in uh, top selling games of 2020. Mm-hmm. And then one. One quick little topic we're going to touch on is uh, Super Nintendo World's opening got delayed, which I personally am not surprised about. Yeah, it's, it's just with the pandemic and everything, it's not surprising. I saw Jeff Keighley came out and tweeted something I thought was kind of funny that he showed the picture of like the Yoshi smoothies or slushies, whatever they are, and was like he was super bummed to not get them um, <laughs> this year. Or I, I guess uh, I don't know when they delayed it until, but not get them at the beginning of the year like it was supposed to. but um have you seen those yoshi smoothies this is gonna go off on a tangent here for a second so we're sorry about that but have you seen them yeah i've seen the picture <laughs> dude they're so cute it's so funny dude I what are it's cantaloupe and uh oh my goodness what's the other one mango i think Ooh, i want to try the cantaloupe you want to or wouldn't i want to cantaloupe is good it's underrated you can't mm-hmm. just on our fruit tier list coming up <laughs> um Man, like I, I don't think I'm gonna go to the one in Japan, but when they open it in Florida, I like definitely want to go. Yeah, you should go to. You're going to Japan anyways. The way I look at it is take a train out there, spend the day out there, and take a train back. Like, when are you gonna be in Japan again to go to it? You say that like it's not like a four hour train ride. I don't know how long it is. I don't know. Take a train the night before, get there, spend the night, and go to it the next day. Maybe if it's open when I go. True, yeah, we don't, I guess we don't know exactly when it's going to be open. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Disney, though. Yeah, that's not Nintendo, though. Sorry. When you go to Nintendo World, I okay, I was listening to another podcast, and it's an IGN podcast called Nintendo Voice Chat. 
uh, one of they did like their year end predictions or something like that. And or I guess the the year predictions, and one of them predicted that something big is going to be stolen from <laughs> Super Nintendo World. <laughs> if something were to be stolen from there, something big, what do you think would be like a funny thing for someone to steal? Don't obviously don't steal, but what do you think would be funny? I think if they had like a Donkey Kong statue or something. Yeah, I I think it'd be funny if they stole like a Goomba, like one of the Goombas that's just like sliding across on like the mountains. If someone just like uprooted it from its gears and like took it home just had a goomba that'd be fucking hilarious but i don't think that's a problem like you don't hear about that at like harry potter world or anything to be fair when that opened if there was something i don't think either one of us would know about it also you and i aren't super interested in harry potter so like if that did happen we just wouldn't know about it yeah i guess i'm not saying it's gonna happen i just thought it was a funny (laughs) prediction i don't know it's hilarious dude yeah well uh, anything to add? Nope, that, I'm I'm good. So that's it for us right now. If you're thinking we missed something, maybe a big TV show came out <laughs> a few days ago that <laughs> we didn't talk about our opinions. Uh, do not worry. Uh, we didn't want uh, that kind of stuff to really take up a lot of time in our podcast every week. So we're making an offshoot show called Rambling Gamers Matinee that will talk about... Um, kind of these shows uh probably not like uh like an every week kind of thing because you know like one episode a week it's like what there probably won't be much to talk about but um uh we're planning on releasing the first episode for that uh this sunday there will be three episodes out so there'll be a lot to talk about then as well as a lot of other marvel news there's been like casting news and stuff so just a just a special uh bonus episode that we're hoping there's kind of a lot of content where we can do it uh more than more than every once in a while because i think like you'd really only need to do something like that like when the first episode drops and the last episode drops but i'm we're i think we're kind of hoping that there's like a lot of a lot of stuff happening that we don't want to take we want to talk about and like share our opinions but we don't want it to take up a lot of time in our in our gaming podcast um yeah and and another reason that we're doing this as well is because right now it seems kind of slow and uh, we aren't fully certain if it's going to be a weekly show but um, as of right now, it's just WandaVision coming out. When we get further into the year, we're going to have, um, I think, a Marvel show and some Star Wars shows overlapping there, which mm-hmm. we, which at that point, it might uh, go to a weekly type show. Also, the movies and stuff are going to be coming out, so we'll do episodes around the, the Marvel movies as well. So uh, just as of right now, it's not necessarily going to be a weekly show. If there's enough to talk about, we sure will, and if there's enough interest in it, uh, we will, but there's of course news coming out. There was Deadpool three news that came out. Chris Evans as Captain America. That news came out, and Moon Knight news came out, and that was all in one week. So we anticipate that type of thing will still happen, and we can always talk about our theories and stuff like that for uh, next episodes or maybe shows coming out. Uh, we can do uh, like when Wandavision's done, we could do like a full review of the show and go episode by episode and uh, talk about it. But um uh, until until we really get the hang of it and how the show's going just expect like a 30 minute show most weeks but it probably won't be a weekly thing to begin with Uh, with that uh see you on sunday and watch our video on friday on youtube you guys get to watch me be really bad at some more nes games so look forward to that on friday okay uh see you guys yeah see ya Thank you.